Alright, welcome. This is the MMA Reaction, and I am Ekoi Ivy. And I'm going to talk about, actually just three things today. Uh, I'm going to cover what I care about on UFC 224. I'm going to talk about uh, Conor McGregor, of course, because what else would I talk about? Um, just uh, in regards to treatment and... Uh, is he be given? Is he is he treated uh, differently? And then also, I'm gonna talk a little bit. Eddie Alvarez said he's not gonna fight until he signs a new UFC deal. So, uh, first and foremost, UFC two two four, which is the twelfth of May, uh, is pay per view. Kind of a weak pay per view, uh, if you ask me. But there are a couple interesting fights. Um, if you go all the way down to the prelims, you got Mina versus Emiv. Emiv, don't anything about these two guys. One dude looks Russian, probably wrestler, probably gonna win. Uh, Talas Latis is fighting Hermansen, dude from Sweden. Um, eh, Latis can beat that guy, I'm sure. And then they got Warley Alves versus Sultan Aliv. Aliv, you know the Russian dude looks Jack City in his UFC picture. Jesus. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about these dudes either, unfortunately. I do know. I think I did watch uh, Warley Alves fight once or twice. But uh, Then you got Zaleski Dos Santos versus Sean Strickland. I like Sean Strickland. I don't know if he's going to win, but I like him. Uh, let's see. We got Nick Hine versus Davy Ramos. Uh, Brazilian versus German. Alexi Olenek versus Junior Albini. Whoa. Junior Albini... His nickname is The Baby. He's from Brazil. He looks chubby. He looks like he could uh, for sure be in a different weight class. Uh, Alexi probably beat that guy. And then you have uh, Cesar Fiera Mutante versus Carl Robinson. Um, I don't know anything about most of these guys. It's not a super notorious card. Um, okay, so that was that's basically all your prelim fights in the main card. First fight's going to be Belfort versus Machida. That's a good fight. Old fight. Irrelevant fight, but it'll be entertaining. I say, man, I don't know. Both these guys are not looking super great as of late. Uh, I say Lyoto wins by decision. Uh, next up is Lineker and Kelleher. Now, Brian Kelleher... I don't know much about this dude, um, but Lineker's a fan favorite, and is in Brazil, so I like him. I like him by knockout, first round. Uh, and then this one's interesting: Mackenzie Dern versus Amanda Cooper. And uh, I think we all know who Mackenzie Dern is at this point. Um, I want to say first round submission by Amanda Cooper, who's four and three. Seems like kind of a can, to be honest. No offense to Miss Cooper, but I don't know that uh, I don't know. There's going to be a super big challenge for McKenzie. So I'm saying first round submission. And then the fight I care about most on this card: Hanado Jacare Souza, Souza Souza versus Kevin Gastelum, who does not have a nickname. Um. This is an interesting fight. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to expect. I think Kevin can win for sure. I think his boxing is super crisp. He could. He could hurt Souza on the feet. He could. Uh, he could knock him out. Um, 
if it goes on the ground, I don't care how good Kevin's wrestling is. I don't know that his jiu-jitsu is going to compete with uh, Jacare's. Jacare could get a submission pretty easily, I think. I kind of see it going that way. Plus, I saw something that said Jacare's uh, 100% healthy, no more injuries, no more um, n- nagging nagging pains and aches and things of that nature. So he says he's feeling 100%. 100%. Jacare's a scary dude. Um, and I'd really like to see uh, the winner of this fight get a, get a top tier, maybe a title eliminator, um, maybe a title fight, something like that. That'd be cool. Um, I, man, I, I feel like if I go against Gastelum, he's going to win. For some reason, I want I want Souza to win. I don't know why. I like Kevin. I like his fighting style. I like, I like what he brings to the table. I think he's too big or too small for 185. But uh, his dieting issues are notorious, so I guess I guess 185 it is. He's winning at 185, but he's only five foot nine. To Jacare's six foot tall, so I think the reach is, might be an issue. However, I think the long limbs of Jacare is going to come more in the grappling avenue, not so much stand up. Plus, Kevin's really fast. Got really good one two, uh, same one two he just crushed Michael Bisming with, and a bunch of dudes. So I'm gonna reluctantly say. Jacare wins, but I wouldn't be that surprised if Gaslam wins. And then the final fight on this card, the the main event, main event, is a title fight. Amanda Nunez puts up her title against Raquel Pennington. Am I a terrible human being for not giving two shits about this fight? I don't care about this fight at all. I don't. I'm not. It's not that interesting. I don't see it as being that challenging plus Amanda's in Brazil against Raquel Pennington who's tough good skilled fighter but is she really on the level of an Amanda Nuez Mm, I don't think so I mean I, I just don't I just don't I think she's super tough and hard to finish and um I don't. I don't know that she's technically there. I mean, Amanda might have the best, the best striking, hands wise, in the 135 pound division for for women, for sure. I don't know. I just. I just. If she doesn't put her away, she beats the fuck out of her for 25 minutes. I don't. I'm just. I don't see how this is much of a fight. And maybe I'm wrong. And I'm not trying to disparage anybody or, or whatever I'm, I'm just that's just how that's just my feeling on it my feeling is is that that Amanda's gonna make it look pretty easy so I don't really care about this fight it's weird um I know that makes me a terrible human being I'm supposed to hoorah yeah all the fights but that doesn't interest me at all I'm I, I care about Belfort Machida and, and Sosa Gaslam for the most part and then I'm kind of interested in see what McKinsey does but for the most part, this card's pretty lackluster. I'm not that interested in the vast majority of this fight. and not going to buy the pay-per-view, unfortunately. Sorry. But I will keep track. I'll find out who wins, who loses. I'll watch the highlights, but I wouldn't drop $70 in this card. Not a chance. Okay, so that's done. Done and dusted. Next thing. There's a couple articles about... Um, uh, Connor. What's, what's going to happen with Connor? Dana White's... Uh, kind of switched his stance on, I mean, he was so super pissed supposedly at, at UFC 223 when McGregor did all that horse shit but now White's not Uncle Dana's not uh, 
committing to any kind of punishment or any kind of any kind of uh, suspension or that on UFC's end. All he says is, "We'll see. We'll see what they do in New York legally wise." I guess the actual quote is, "Well, he's got to get punished. He's got to be punished by the law first. Let's see what happens in New York. He's got that to go through first. And so, but I mean, I mean, can you blame him? He is. He's the golden goose of the UFC. He's made Dana White a billion dollars. He's made WMG a billion dollars. He is a legit commodity." And I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's the right thing. I'm not saying that that it's the way it should be. However, it is the way it is. Got to face the facts that uh, they're going to take care of their golden pony, regardless. Even if I mean, it would take it would take McGregor doing some pretty shitty stuff for them. I mean, we're talking like legit criminal activity, bad bad stuff for them to to uh, to disown him or. To get him out of, to, to not allow him to fight anymore. It's not going to happen. Um, one of the lawyers involved was talking about it'll probably be relegated down to community service and he'll probably pay some fines. He's going to have to pay some lawsuits. So the question being is this, this, is this fair in today's society? Is it fair for Connor to be given all this leeway, be given all, um, well, it's not immunity, but it's kind of like immunity. I mean, he's he's gonna have to he's gonna have some issues. He might have some visa issues in terms of uh, international travel, things of that nature, especially to America. But <clears throat> I mean, it's it's a hard to say because he makes him so much money. Uh, is he being treated specially? He, you know, is he is he getting special treatment? And I think it he is he is, uh, but has he earned that special treatment? I mean, if you look at the dollars and cents, he's of course earned it, but morally, has he earned the special treatment? Ah, man, I don't think so. I don't think anybody does. I don't. I think you should have to face, you know, whatever whatever uh, behavior you exhibited. Do I think that he should not be able to fight ever again? Do you think I should be, he should be kicked out of New York forever? No, I don't think that. I think he he did. I think he went overboard. I think. Uh, his intentions of what happened probably quite different. I don't know that he went into that situation looking to hurt people. I don't think that's true. I think what happened is he just got overwhelmed, adrenaline started pumping, and he did some stupid shit that he should have to pay for by it, mind you. I'm not making excuses for him. I think he uh, he should have to pay for them, and, and I think financially he will, but I don't know that he will, um, you know, uh, career-wise. I think it's probably not really hurt his career much at all. Um, I think everyone wants to see him fight Khabib. I mean, I certainly do. I don't know that he beats Khabib. Maybe he does. I mean, I could see avenues of success, but um, I think Khabib probably beats him. But Dana said that that's not going to happen in Russia. I think if it happened in Russia, I think Khabib wins a little easier. He's going to have a huge home court advantage or home octagon advantage, if you will. And uh, I see that, but Dana said that it's going to be in Vegas. If fights that big have to be in Vegas. Um, his quote is, if you do a fight that big, you've got to do it in Vegas. Uh, he says it could be will fight in Russia at some point, but I don't know. But not that fight. It's too big. It's got to be done in Vegas. Well, fair enough. Uh, that's fine. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a while. I mean, he hasn't fought in the Octagon since 2016. 
when he beat uh, Eddie Alvarez to get the title, and it might not we might not see him in the octagon again all the way up to uh, 2019. That's crazy. This whole year, so it'd be, it'd be two years, three years almost, depending on when it when the fight is before we see him actually fight an MMA fight again. That's kind of crazy for somebody who's so polarizing and somebody's constantly in the media. Like, think about how much media attention this guy gets without actually having a, a recent fight. That's nuts. So, I don't know. To summarize, is, is he being treated uh, specially? Is he getting special treatment? Yeah, of course he is. I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, but let's not forget he's not the only one to get the rules bent for him. Brock Lesnar got some rules bent for him too, uh, specifically with the USADA testing when he fought Mark Hunt. He didn't. He didn't have to enroll for the USADA thing. I know there's some issues with that. So I think uh, people who bring the UFC money, good, bad, or different, like it, don't like it. Hey, man, that's business. That's the way it goes. Um, and if you really want to be offended, look into politics because it's way worse than anything you're gonna find in the MMA arena. So, uh, last thing I'm gonna react to is Eddie Alvarez, and he said that doesn't matter. He's not signing any kind of bout agreement until he gets a new deal. Apparently, there was something offered, but it wasn't uh, to the liking of Eddie and his people. Okay. Hey, man, get your money. If you can get it now, you might as well, you might as well strike with iron hot if you think you can get more money. The risk being is that Eddie is an older fighter. Um, I, don't see, I don't see him being a lightweight champion again. So, I think... If he if he demands too much money, the UFC could lose him to like Bellator again, or he can go over fight Japan, or he could go fight for the professional fighters league. Although I seriously doubt that happening. I don't think they can they can pay the kind of scratch. I guess the only real competition here would be Bellator. Could he go back to Bellator? Could they offer him more money, or at the very least, offer him the same contract but allow him to get his sponsors and he end up making more money? I think. Um, I think as a fighter, you have to look at that thing, especially when you're Eddie, because you're at the quote-unquote twilight of your career. I mean, I don't know how many more years he has left. If I think if you ask him, if he's gonna, he's, I'm sure he feels like he can fight for a lot longer, but and maybe he can. I mean, I don't know. I'm not him, and uh, I'm certainly not going to say anybody should or shouldn't retire. I don't think Eddie's there. I think Eddie's a super entertaining fighter, and I love to watch him fight. But you're talking about competitive-wise... Um, I mean, I don't really. I, I mean, for if, if I'm putting myself in Eddie's footprints or shoes, so to speak, and I look at the money, because now at this point, I need to look at my retirement. I need to look at the end of my career. I need to look at financial security beyond a UFC contract. So, UFC contract, you get whatever you get. I don't know what he makes. He's probably in the six figures. So, he's probably, for argument's sake, 100 grand to show, 100 grand to win. He's a $200,000 athlete. Per fight. And then he gets his Reebok stipend on top of that, which is probably less than 10000 bucks, And no other sponsors. But if you if he signs with Bellator, now he can sign with Bellator. Now he can pull Monster Energy. He can pull Nas. He can pull Bob's Auto Detailing. I mean, he could, he could get legit sponsors. And maybe... Bellator pays him a hundred grand or or two hundred thousand dollars flat, right? Now he can make another 
you know, fifty, sixty, seventy, hundred thousand dollars just in sponsorships. Now he's a three hundred thousand dollar fighter, not a two hundred thousand dollar fighter. And in the grand scheme of things, that could impact your life quite a bit. That could be a big deal. So I think that's something that he's probably looking at and good for him, man. I mean if you can if you if you can uh hold out and still get a better deal, figure it out, I think, you know, you should do that. You know, um, there's all this talk about fighter unions, and we don't have it right now. So for him to do this and, and be public about it, then, yeah, man, do what you have to do to make the most money as possible. You know, cash in while you still can. And um, I think that's most important. Ta-da, it's done. Quick one today. Well, they're all kind of quick, but today particularly quick. It's only well, less than 20 minutes in. So hopefully... Uh, Hopefully you were entertained or at least uh, somewhat interested in uh, what I'm yakking about. I'll uh, I'll talk to you guys next week.